Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public for your next deck, fence, siding, don't buy retail anymore. Buy wholesale at Rocky Mountain Forest Products. You can find them in Wheat Ridge. We've got RMFP.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in a friend of ours, Tim Ring, longtime Phoenix television sports anchor. How are you, Ringo? Eric, good to speak to you, my man. Andrew, pleasure to be on with the greatest radio show west of the Mississippi. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Really? Wow. <laughs> really? You're going you're to you're, you're, you're throw that garbage at us not even 15 seconds into well, this segment? I mean, that's, that's what you wrote for me to say earlier today. Right. Don't steal my... to me, so that was the script. Right. Well, I appreciate that you didn't <laughs> criticize my spelling or my grammar, and you read it exactly how I wrote yeah. it. With, <laughs> with that, the last time that the Nuggets played the Suns, it was on... Uh, January 23rd, uh, the Nuggets had won back-to-backs against the Suns. The Suns were 8-7. and seven. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody in the Suns organization thought they'd be facing the Nuggets in the second round of the playoffs starting on Monday. Where did this team come from? <laughs> they, came from they came from the talent of one Chris Paul. I mean, listen, you, I mean, you, can, you can break down this season you know, Eric and Andrew, a, a zillion different ways. Uh, but the reality is, you know, in this league, and I've been watching it for a long time, going past four decades now, at the end of the day, you need great players to win at a high level. You need superstar players to win in the playoffs. And the Phoenix Suns, no pun intended, were wandering in the desert the playoff abyss for over a decade they had not made the postseason since 2010 i mean that's how bad it's been here you know they drafted devin booker obviously that was a a home run deandre ayton has been a very good pick for them but other than that for the last 10 years guys they have missed on so many top five picks you know every organization has their nick skeetish villies but the Suns have had like four or five skeetish villies in the top five and you were here for skeetish villies so you I know because you <laughs> you were easily the best sportscaster west of the mississippi <laughs> for sure you know? while you were in denver and now and now you are the best sportscaster closest right. to the rio grande you got that right so anyway they they've just been god awful but with the development of Booker and Aiton, they were still kind of missing that one piece. And finally, ownership and management figured it out, guys. They went out and they made a trade for Chris Paul, and they paid that man his money, all $44 million. And you can argue about the contract and his age, but the point remains solid that this guy is one of the best point guards and still best players in the NBA. And he has flat-out elevated the Suns to a team that was – candidly not very good to a team that was every bit worthy of this 
number two seed in the postseason and a team that, you know, albeit with the injury to Anthony Davis, you know, disposed of the Lakers in six games and in the final two wins had them down by about 30 points in each of those two victories. They are the real deal. Uh, There is no question about it. And, you know, listen, there have been some role players, some acquisitions that have made a difference and the development of DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker, they get better every year. But, Eric, to answer your question, the acquisition of Chris Paul is why the Phoenix Suns have gone from a team that couldn't make the playoffs for over a decade to a team that is now four wins away from making the Western Conference Finals. Now, you mentioned Booker and uh, and how he's gotten better, and he's he's been a highly productive player for the last, for the last three, four years, really. But how did Chris Paul make Booker better? You know, first of all, he took some of the load off him, Andrew, when it comes to scoring. I mean, Devin Booker always was a guy that could put the ball in the bucket. But at the same time, I mean, you know, not a lot of guys can win games consistently in this league on their own against top competition, especially on the road, you know, solely carrying the scoring burden on their own shoulders. And Chris Paul, you know, you didn't see it in the Lakers series, guys, and for your listeners that watched the Suns-Lakers, Chris Paul didn't score a lot because he had the injury in Game 1. But for the most part in this season, Chris Paul and Booker have been, you know, 1A and 1B when it comes to scoring and also closing out games in the fourth quarter. Devin Booker didn't have to do it alone. So taking that burden off of Devin Booker's shoulders kind of gave, kind of gave Batman a Robin or Robin a Batman, however you want to look at it. And they just made them a formidable backcourt. And just having an extra, not only an extra gun on the court, you're talking about adding a Hall of Famer in Chris Paul. So when a guy like that's on your team, and he's the point guard no less, he's going to make everybody better. So Devin Booker, you know, the, 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 the rising tide rises all boats. Chris Paul rose everybody's game to another level, Devin Booker included. We are talking with Tim Ring, longtime Phoenix sportscaster. He used to be a sportscaster here in Denver. I'm going to take the Mississippi out of it. He is easily the best <laughs> sportscaster in the lower 48. I'm sure there are better guys in Hawaii <laughs> and Alaska. I know that you watched every single Suns game this year. I'm sure you've seen enough Nuggets basketball with Jokic. How do you see this series unfolding? Well, you know what? This is the great part about this series. And listen, we're all going to make predictions because that that's what we do. But, you know, before I kind of give my thoughts on the on the individual players in the series, Eric, I just kind of want to echo something that you and I talked about earlier today. Um, was it intelligent? Then please repeat it. On my end, it was. Then please um, repeat it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I just I go into this series and I just think, and I, I think I'm speaking for a lot of NBA fans, whether you're a Suns fan or a Nugget fan or just a fan of the league, you know, how nice is it to go, you know, into these conference semifinals, not really knowing who's going to come out on top, you know, for a long time in this league, you could pretty much circle in who is going to come out of the Western conference in October or November or December, you know, and certainly when the Warriors had their run, even before the opening tip of the first game of the season, you kind of knew the Golden State Warriors were going to be representing the Western Conference, you know, in the NBA Finals. And sure enough, they did, you know, for four straight years. Uh, but now, you know, it's a little bit of a changing of the guard. 
uh, thanks to a lot of different factors. And now you have teams like, you know, we presume the Nuggets and Suns are already there and maybe Dallas and, and Utah, of course. You know, there's going to be some new faces in the Western Conference. And, you know, to me, I, I just think it's absolutely thrilling uh, that we don't know who's going to come out of these series. You know, it's not predetermined, so to speak. The, the, the NBA was becoming a little bit like the WWE. You know, Charles Barkley talked about that. It wasn't right. good for the league when you knew who was going to be in the finals before the season even began. It's, it's just terrible. It's terrible. You know? Now, listen, as for this series, that's, I think it's fascinating because, I mean, listen, the Nuggets have the best player in the series, right? Jokic is the best player. But the other side of the ledger is you could make the case that the Suns have the next two best players. Yep. And you could probably make an argument they may have the next three best players because Jamal Murray's, you know, out of the series. Wow. With an injury. Do, do the mean, Nuggets have any good players? I mean, you, you've, you've, like, well, a, like just, a fantasy talking, draft, you've about, just taken I'm, the top six. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you know, DeAndre Ayton, guys, is really, really yeah. becoming a good player. Now, again, like, again, I'm just saying you can make the argument, but I, I, I will say that I, I will stand pat on my on my feelings that the Nuggets have the best player. Yeah. The Suns have the next two best players, right. okay? And I think it's going to come down to simply, first of all, this series might have seven games written all over it, but you don't know. And again, that goes back to my earlier thought. Who knows? The Nuggets could sweep the Suns. The Suns could sweep the Nuggets. I have no idea what's going to happen. But I do know that DeAndre Ayton is going to have a problem with Jokic. There's no question about it. He's going to do what he does. But at the same time, the Nuggets are going to have a problem with Booker, and he's going to do what he does. Well, and Chris Paul's injured. I don't know what kind of offensive threat he's going to be. And then, you know, hey, listen, guys, it might come down to the role players. You know, who steps up and delivers? You know, who delivers? Is it Jake Crowder or is it Michael Porter Jr.? You know, I mean, those kind of guys well, you know, when, you, when you get into a series. Tim, I'll, I'll just put it this way. I brought you on to be our expert. When you, when you have a line like, I have no idea, it makes me feel good to know we booked you today. With that, we only have one minute left. I want you to tell us about a company you just started called Gift of a Lifetime. Oh, man, you're giving me a chance to get a little pub in. Yeah. I'm going Irv Brown on you. Dude, Going you know, I, I, well, first of all, I didn't expect that, but I appreciate it. No, sure. you know what? Real quick, I know you only got a minute, so I'll just give you the quick deal. No, it's uh, we're really excited about it. I'm putting 30 years of television production and writing skills to you know something that I think will be the greater good. Nothing wrong with doing highlights and scores. Uh, but what I've done is I've created a company that does network caliber biography films on regular people. So a documentary that you would see maybe on netflix on frank sinatra we're kind of taking that same high production value and we're doing a light biography film on eric your father or your mother or your grandfather and it's something to kind of celebrate their life later in life but also then becomes a 30-minute documentation of their life that can now live on for their grandkids their great-grandkids their great-great-grandkids to watch you know, for the next hundred years to kind of know who they were and what they were all about. So we've launched that, and uh, it's been a great success so far, and we're real excited about it. Give us the website. Giftofalifetimevideo.com. Giftofalifetimevideo.com. In fact, we just I, I was just closed a deal with a gentleman from hmm. Denver, Colorado, Can last I? week. I'll be flying there in July to work on a production of a film. When are you so, coming out? Uh, early July. We got to solidify the date. Yeah, I think I'm busy. I think I'm busy. (laughs) Don't call me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll call you. Tell, Tell Faye and the kids we say hey. 
Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Likewise. Thanks, Tim. Tim Ring. Okay, guys. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Ringo, my man, coming up after the break, we're going to continue our talk about the NBA playoffs. For the first time since 2010, LeBron, Steph Curry, they're not going to be in the NBA finals. Is this good for the NBA? That's next. <laughs> 